welcome everyone to another Priestess Mercury Hour. And we will start this hour with our centering invocation for Matt and I and all of you. And we call upon the North, the East, the South and the West, Earth, Air, Fire and Water all of our angels, ancestors, allies, and priestess Mercury spew and flow to come through us. Matt and I being the instrument and I also wanna bring in a grounding a strong grounding presence like this red jasper, Gaia, Mother Earth, that's what I'm feeling. Let's bring strong Mother Earth resonance through, honoring the animals that we are, that we are the children of Gaia. And in this astrological flow, honoring her. So mode it be. So mode it be. And today, oh, you want to start? You want to? Oh, well, so today uh, we want to kind of uh, follow up on the major transit of the year. So uh, back on the uh, Neptune square, the nodes uh, episode, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Saturn and Aquarius squaring uh, uh, Uranus and Taurus. And I, we wanted to really keep digging into that because it's going to be a year-long transit. And uh, you know, a lot of us uh, over the weekend last week, you know, kind of got a, a bit pummeled between that square and the uh, full moon in uh, uh, Virgo. And so we wanted to try and have a, a bit more in-depth kind of healing discussion and dig into some of the uh, uh, insights that Michelle and I were, uh, were getting from, you know, going through that uh, ringer last weekend. So yeah, uh, we, we hashed it out yesterday, what we were both experiencing and I also just want to mention every single person I talked to, client and in my personal life, felt this pummeling. There was either a pummeling, a negative energy, like feeling negative, mm -hmm. um, or grief, really intense grief waves, and or both in such a strong fashion that it was more overwhelming than usual it seemed right and matt and i were also feeling that as well so we had this talk yesterday where we brought it back to the uranus square saturn transition of the year and that the healing key for going through, which is, this is gonna kind of be the year theme, right? Mm -hmm. That the healing key is to respond in a new way mm -hmm. to these pummelings. Cause the pummelings are here, right? Right. Well, and it's that dynamic that uh, this year in particular, 
uh, is marked by. I mean, last year had a lot to do with abuses of power uh, and reactions to that. And this year uh, we're dealing with the need now to finally get a break. Um, but in order for that break to come through, you know, some old habits and ways of thinking and narrating our stories have to break apart. And, and that's, that's where we were. Yeah, that's right. Where we were talking about Saturn and Capricorn versus Saturn and Aquarius. Mm -hmm. And that the two years, two and a half years ish of Saturn in Capricorn that we just came out of is about Capricorns about the structures. And so it was facing the limitation of all these toxic structures and the toxic patriarchy. And as Saturn has now moved into Aquarius, we were talking about how Aquarius is more about the self and specifically the witness, mm -hmm. because we have so many aspects of self. We have the ego, we have the inner child. So we were talking about how Aquarius is the witness and Leo, its opposite polarity is the inner child. And so, and how Aquarius really kind of represents the witness and the witness is, is the you that's watching everything happen or noting everything happen. When you develop the witness in a meditation practice or any spiritual practice, you get better and better at that. Like you can say, oh, I'm feeling sad without identifying with the sorrow or, oh, I'm obsessing over this thought, but I'm not the thought itself. Right. It's that, yeah, I'm recognizing I'm having a moment where uh, the, the, I'm feeling the emotion very, uh, very much, as opposed to when is this ever going to end? Uh, kind of feeling like I'm stuck in the sadness. I can't ever get out of the sadness. The, well, those can... note there, and we want to note there, again, thinking of that conversation yesterday, that you're going to feel the feeling of it's too much. When is it ever going to end? Mm -hmm. But to note that too, because there's right. so much with the witness, there's a lot of focus on just watching the thoughts. And I feel like there's not enough focus on also disidentifying or unidentifying with the feeling that you can feel. And this was definitely me this past week. You can feel mm -hmm. completely pummeled, overwhelmed, hopeless, um, negative, there's no fear in that. And you can say, I am not that negativity. I am not the hopelessness. I am not the despair. And just, and it's, whereas the feelings kind of, they course through like weather, like weather right. patterns. The thoughts are more the, the narrative and the story that can lock the weather pattern in if you don't let it flow through. That if, when you experience hopelessness a hopeless feeling and you say life's never going to get better it's always going to be this way that narrative locks the feeling of hopelessness in so it can just spin round and round forever in the neural pathway and that and i, right. I know i'm like i just want to say one more thing mm -hmm. in that these neural pathways form based on these you know, I'm not going to go into the brain chemistry, but the, those are the loops that we're so used to your negative narrative, right? That reloops the same instead of letting the feelings pass through. Right. And it, you know, a lot of it, it comes from, uh, you know, when you're 
growing up and you experience certain um, reactions from parents, family, uh, friends, and you know you set those kind of neural expectations uh, of how you're going to be received from other people. And those can tend to come up and you can feel like it, this is how, this is the type of reaction I'm always going to get. Yeah. That, Uh, and that, and those neural expectations are exactly like what we would call ego and shadow that the ego develops under age seven. That's where you develop these neural pathways and you become maybe the people pleaser or you become the bully, or you become the rebel, you know, you develop these ways of responding that either allow you to feel needed and valued by your family and the people around you, or that maybe even push against it and you identify more with a misanthropic or rebellious pursuit than the wanting to be needed and wanted and valued pursuit. But that these, it's when we're so young that we develop these neural pathways that basically is your ego, your conscious self saying, I am this. And Mm -hmm. then everything else gets pushed into the shadow. You might be super sensitive and you push your sensitivity down into the shadow and then play the role of being really tough, Mm -hmm. for instance, or you might push your positive your hopefulness into the shadow and become very like pragmatic and cantankerous. Mm-hmm. It, these neural expectations just get looped. They just, and they play over and over again. Right. Yeah. And that's the, you know, astrologically speaking, that's the, uh, that's that Saturn in Aquarius. That's, you know, those expectations that, that we have, the limitations that we sense, that are there, um, how we tend to interact with groups. These are the patterns that we have when we're socially interacting and they can get uh, distorted uh, if we don't uh, develop uh, a kind of practice to be able to step back and detach a little bit. And that's, that's what's needed in Aquarius is that detachment. Uh, to say, hey, okay, I know I've got this expectation and I need a new expectation. Yeah, that the the Saturn Aquarius is saying, let look at these limitations in your psyche of the self, these neural pathways, how you've always identified with yourself, Mm -hmm. see them, which you do need. And this goes back to the... um, Neptune squaring the notes podcast and discussion where this Virgo full moon is like, let's look at the details, mm-hmm. you know, let's pick it apart for, and, and see like, Oh, like I noticed with myself, a neural pathway. That's a um, negative response. Like it's like quick to go negative. Mm-hmm. And so during the pummeling, I'm just going, Oh, look at you going negative. And look at you feeling overwhelmed. And that creates the distance, the detachment, the little bit of space. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're working the Saturn and Aquarius and saying, I'm not going to identify with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to identify with the negativity. I'm not going to identify with the overwhelm. I'm just going to radically accept it. 
I'm going to radically accept that it exists and not try to fix it, not try to change it, just radically allow it to be present and learn to build resilience and tolerance around it as that first step. Right. And then, and that's the Saturn Aquarius and then squaring Uranus is the fun part, (laughs) the exciting part, the hard part. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's two ways to, to see what Uranus is doing. I mean, what happens is that we have those expectations that we've built up and they can be uh, one, they can give us a good sense of boundaries uh, with people. And we need that. Uh, We need to size people up when we're uh, in social settings uh, because otherwise we get steamrolled by everybody. Uh, you can't just like unconditionally encounter every single person that you uh, run into. So you do need like a sense of uh, good, solid expectations, a way to judge how you should expect someone to act. But when those get too rigid and we don't uh, do that kind of mercurial thing where it's like we have to now we have to scrutinize and figure out exactly. OK, so there's all what I expect from most people, but what is this person presenting to me? uh, Or what is this group presenting to me? And allowing for a shift or a change in that, uh, you know, and allowing you to make alterations to those expectations. And when we don't do that, then uh, this Uranus principle uh, occasionally comes through and is like, okay, this is going to break apart. I'm going to give you all the... uh, 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 all, all the breaking of the rules here. I'm going to, all the things go your way. I'm going to, yeah, things aren't going to go your way. You're going to be typical. You're people pleasing. And I just want to come in there and re-highlight that expectations and how you're phrasing that. Cause I think that's so great to understand, you know, again, like looking at your role in it and your expectation on others. Like I expect people to be kind. I expect people to tune into my feelings. I expect people to make the same sacrifices I make. This is the, the ego just Mm -hmm. operates this way for us all. So it's awesome. We all have these egos that do that and it's natural, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it's like looking at those, what do I expect others to do? Do I expect them to be like me? Most of us expect other, and Mm -hmm. we're all astonished. You know, how could you be that way? I'm not that way. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like our own naivete. And then it's like being able to take that expectation and come back to the self too. And like, why do I expect everyone to be kind? Why do I expect everyone to be fair? Why do I expect, you know, and it's, again, you don't really need to answer it. Right. With that Aquarius part, you, it's like just noting it. Oh, yeah. How I expect this. And then what you're saying, Matt, is that when you do that, you bring that suppleness in, you come out of that rigidity that just has everyone, including yourself, in these neural pathway expectation loops. Right. And that with the square of Uranus coming full circle here, Uranus is not going to let any of us get away with it anymore it it will break apart the old yeah structure Taurus yeah and I know like personally like I was uh coming up against 
um, this expectation because I, uh, you know, I grew up with ADHD, uh, even though, though it wasn't diagnosed because I, you know, born in the 70s. And so uh, for the most part, people thought this was just kids who watch too much TV. Um, but, uh, you know, I, you know, I've also often faced a lot of scrutiny because of my relationship to time and detail is different. Uh, and so uh, often it's not, you know, the social expectation. So I, you know, as, as I got older, I, I had a lot of experiences where people uh, scolded me or got uh, uh, shamed me for, you know, you're supposed to be smart. How did you miss these details? Uh, why can't you be an adult? You know, do just do it. Just, you know, all this emphasis on executive function, um, and so, you know, I've got all these expectations that anytime I enter into, uh, uh, conversations about accountability that I'm going to, I'm setting myself up to be unempowered, shamed, uh, that I, it's all going to be my fault. Um, and, and so I, I tend, I have this tendency to shirk away, uh, and try to be vague and, let's ride this out and maybe they'll forget. And that, uh, you know, Wait, that works sometimes. And, yeah. And just like resum up. So like your ego defense mechanism or, or neural pathway loop is to be vague and diffuse and dodge those expectations. Mm -hmm. And that also the neural pathway loop is expecting others to judge you, expecting others to feel that on some level you're not measuring up and then probably pinging deep down in the self of like feeling the same way. So that there's shame as the mm -hmm. big feeling. And then there's the the stories, like right. I'm not good enough on one. That's what it is for all of us all the time. Like right. I'm not good enough, you're not good enough. Um, so to use what we're saying, it's like, if you can next time this happens, well, it's going to happen in the square. It's going to happen wherever right. it is in your chart. So as you're facing it in the house of um, the structure that needs to change is your resources and the narrative that where you're facing your narrative limitations are goals and aspirations in the collective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and it's where I got my resources from. Uh, is also part of it. And, you know, I'm uh, having to juggle uh, running a business and uh, looking for work. And the looking for work part is the hard part of like, that's where I'm being subjected to, uh, you know, how do I, I see all these job descriptions and like everything seems to scream out at me. Uh, uh, must be detail oriented. Uh, uh, you know, needs to meet hard deadlines and right. uh, job after job after job. And I look at them and I'm like, this is a Sisyphean hell uh, for me. I like like that. because I'm, I have this Hashtag expectation that that means that I'm going to be in a place where I'm judged, micromanaged. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to have any. It's autonomy. bringing up the wound. Yeah. If we narrow it, simmer it down. It's bringing up the wound. The square brings up the wound and the wound is I am not good enough. I'm not going to measure up. I have a lot of shame. 
the old response is I'm going to be vague and diffuse and dodge mm-hmm. and hope for the best and hope to find something, hope somebody hires me. <laughs> right. And then this opportunity for the square where and Uranus in that second house is saying you can't get away with that anymore. Right. Yeah. It's like uh, there's that episode of uh, Seinfeld uh where uh, George uh, Costanza uh, is trying to evade getting fired. (laughs) And so he keeps finding an office to put himself in so that they can't (laughs) fire him. I mean, that's kind of how I feel a lot of the time with jobs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, and so the square is saying that you can no longer do that. It's not going to work anymore. That's what the square is saying. It's right. a crisis. Squares are crisis of action. You can't do the old way anymore. You have to take a new action step. And then the Aquarius Saturn in, is asking you to have a different neural, to create this new neural pathway, right. a new response. Yeah, it's about, uh, and it dawned on me as, you know, you and I were talking uh the other day that uh, I, I really need to, you know, in my spiritual practice to include this uh, time to uh, make sure that I'm cultivating a new expectation. Uh, so in other words, seeing the good side of the Uranus uh, transit. So I'm seeing what yeah. what's the liberation. Uh, and if I can put my focus on that, uh, at least, you know, 5% more, 10%. Yeah, this more. is where I want to come in and be like, so there's two tracks. One track is your spiritual mindfulness practice that helps you create distance. So like, I'm, we'll just keep using you as the example so that you can say, here's shame. I am not the shame. Here's the neural pathway expectation and I'm not going to identify with that either. Here it is. I don't need to fix it. I don't need to change it. I'm just going to radically accept that it's present and I'm getting mm-hmm. pinged, pummeled, inundated, and it's showing up in all these ways that feels a lot. And then track number two is Uranus saying, what do you want to feel? And this is what we were doing yesterday. Right. And instead of instead of looking at it like that sort of, I'm sorry, my little cantankerous remark, external, create your own reality bullshit. Like, you know, I want a job that I want to manifest. uh, Instead of looking at the external. Right. To go to the internal and say, I want to feel accepted in my new job. I want to feel valued in my new job, like for you to like Mm -hmm. say those feelings that you. Yeah. Well, and then also like what would, you know, doing a little imaginative work of what would that feel like, especially if you've got a lot of experience and the past gives us a lot of these experiences that form those uh, negative expectations. So it's not that those aren't real Uh, when we deny that. Uh, and that happens a lot. Like I've, I've had that thrown at me. Like, well, that's why it's important to yeah. honor the shame and honor the, the neural pathway loop that form, like you were saying earlier, that mm-hmm. it's natural. And that what, when we go through horrifying things like abuse and oppression or lighter, stressful things of being judged and not seen, and we're all in that same boat. 
And it's important to honor that. You just don't mm -hmm. want to identify with it. Right. Like, you're not trying to fix yourself. It's a very subtle difference. And you're just wanting, so the Uranus part is saying, and maybe you can't, that's what I was thinking too. Imagine into what you want to feel. And maybe you can't, maybe you just can't. And you just have to start by saying, I can't feel it. I can't imagine it, but I want to feel safe or I want right. to feel valued. It's, it's like Uranus is the lightning strike. Right. Uranus is the miracle the lightning strike, the sudden entrance from out of nowhere that you, and I feel Uranus bursting through me right now saying, you do not have to make it happen. It's not mm -hmm. about, oh, good job. You've worked hard. Here's the reward and the manifestation. That's where <laughs> I get my cantankerous. I'm like, fuck that. Right. It's not about that. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have to do our self-work. We have to create the space. That's the self-work, like the space for Uranus to come through, that if you can find that little bit of distance and not identify with the shame and the pain and the wounded self and the pain body and just honor it, Uranus will come in and it's not about whether you deserve it or not. It's not about whether you've worked hard or not. Mm -hmm. Uranus right. it's... comes in equally. Yeah, it's just you're right. It's there. It's all like the the narrative that you've relied on is there. And the feeling that you want is there too. Uh, and it isn't that you have to be good enough or uh, do anything. It's just it's, when you can detach enough, you can see it. And that's... Or not even see it. It just comes through. It's, yeah. it's, I'm trying to think of a simple metaphor let's use a hoarding metaphor. Like if you are hoarding and you, you're, you're in like a studio apartment and you just keep collecting stuff and let's say everything you connect, collect is like you identifying with your pain and shame. Like, oh, mm -hmm. here's this outfit from when that person made fun of me. Here's this couch from when, you know, I was ostracized. I don't know. These are, this is a dumb example maybe, but like <laughs> you fill your studio apartment with all the shame and pain and and let's say uranus is this like move this truck filled with like new furniture and like a redecoration this is a terrible do you have a better better um <laughs> a better metaphor like you can't bring something new when the old is filled up filling up the space right yeah because then you see this all this furniture well let's say that the someone has a, a giveaway on the street that has all this great furniture, but you are like looking at your apartment and you're like, where I can't, I don't have anywhere to put it. I can't put it anywhere. Uh, yeah. Instead of like being able to just uh, let go of some things and then right. uh, make the, room for it. Making room. It's the making room. And mm -hmm. that's Saturn Aquarius when you can have some detachment and distance from the constant barrage of your neural pathway thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. So many feelings are just neural pathway triggered. Like here's the thought that makes me feel like crap about myself. Here's the thought that makes me feel like crap about myself. You know, it, and sometimes it's that versus a genuine feeling stirring in the moment from something that's actually happening. Mm -hmm. There's a subtle difference there. 
And the more that you have a practice, the more you can note your internal experience and you can feel the difference. Like, oh, that's a neural pathway thought. This is a genuine feeling. And, you know, that, that distance and that it's really what Aquarius is saying is that when you take space, that, that then Uranus gets to come in, in the square and mm -hmm. bring the new, bring the love of your life, bring mm -hmm. the job that you didn't foresee coming, you know, bring justice where there's just been a whole life long of injustice, right? Bring it's, that's the power of Uranus. And again, remembering like from last podcast that these energies are alive in the collective unconscious. Mm -hmm. They are sentient conscious forces that we are always connected to, that we inherit the moment we become a human. They right. course through us. So Uranus, mm -hmm. we just have to create space. And then if we don't create space in this square, Uranus will be harsh. Well, it's also, you know, uh, going back to what we were saying at the beginning, like with those narratives, um, uh, it's not so much that, I mean, yes, we experience these these uh, restrictions uh, and these expectations when we were younger, uh, but a lot of the time we're kind of resubjecting ourselves to that all the time. And it's a recognition that I, this is me. Why am I doing this to myself? That's ultimately uh, what it comes down to, right? Yeah, and building of the witness and seeing the self from the tree branch. Yeah, not the inner child, the opposite of Aquarius, the Leo, the inner child. It's like I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's one of those things that's it, it's the hard. Uh, perspective to, or the hard pill to swallow. Um, but yeah. uh, I know for myself, the second I can witness that and witness that, oh, wait, I'm doing this to myself. Why, why, why do I want to do that? Let's be good to myself. And then, well, then you got to be careful right there. Cause there's well, yeah, good coming through. Yeah. You gotta go. Why am I doing that to myself? scale it back and go, I'm doing that to myself. And then just notice the inner child, notice the shame, notice the hurt and just mm -hmm. say, go ahead on through hurt because it's very easy to go right into positivity police with this stuff. And it's such a different, and, and right. that's bypassing. You don't wanna go look at this negative neural pathway loop. I gotta fix it so that I can manifest what I, you know, is, is possible for me because I'm broken. I need it fixed. And I fear negativity and I fear uh, loss. And so I have to only keep my eyes on the prize and I've got to push myself like a workout. Like I got to do my jog so that I lose the weight. Like all mm -hmm. of that is not the thing. That's just right. ego in another neural pathway loop of like, if I'm thin, rich, and mated, then, then then yay, there's my life. You know, this is like the depth of being able to just notice with love, right? With honor. With yeah, love. it takes it takes time. I mean, even just recognizing it, and then you have you, you still have to sit with that for a little while. Yeah, that's the hard let, part. Right? Let the feeling 
go through you've and then recognize that well this is an opportunity because if i did that to myself i can do other things for myself uh and it's kind of an empowering moment, but you do have to feel that you have to go through that feeling. You have to honor the, you have to honor the inner child, uh, you know, love the inner child in a way uh, by letting them have that feeling and not turn them into an object because yeah, that's- And I, and I want to really like challenge you on that. I don't think it feels empowering at all going through this square. I don't experience that. I will well, not. Not yet. <laughs> I mean, the empowerment comes after you've gone through the. Yeah. Like when there's an act, when Uranus is able to bring the new. Mm -hmm. And and the hard part about that is that it could take a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we take the symbol of the transit, uh, you know, we're going to be in it all year. Uh, and for some people, I just had the, the flash of, sorry, a little bit um, interrupty. I think I'm okay. a little bit interrupty, but just that sometimes you don't get the thing. And I just had this right. vision of Donnie Darko, the movie where at the end he like laughs because he knows he has to die. You know, some people mm -hmm. like, it's a hard, again, a hard pill to swallow, but tragedy happens too. Mm -hmm. And so the square to also not get too again, the ego wants to come in and be like, it's going to be better. It's going to be easier. It may not. You might have a tragic outcome. There might be a loss that has no anything else but loss to it, but your response to it is what can be new. Your sense of self around it is what Uranus is trying to make new. It's, this isn't about getting what you want. Right. It's about the evolution of the self. Right. I mean, that, that that's the thing is like the empowering part of it comes on the other side uh, and the thing that you can't sense or see yet. Um, and sometimes when you get to the other side of that, the thing that you wanted is really not great for you. Uh, and so even if you, you got it, it get might... what you want. Right. Yeah. And uh, and sometimes what when you realize that you're responsible for caring for yourself, that sometimes you have to do what you didn't want to do. Uh, sometimes you have to uh, swallow that hard pill uh, and do things that are less comfortable uh, and work on certain things, uh, certain uh, patterns that you have uh, maybe it's, you know, you have to go out like myself, like, okay, I have to swallow a pill and go out and get a job because I can't, this business isn't going to like spring up overnight. Yeah. Uh, using you as an example, it could be that you have to get a job that isn't going to match the feelings that you want, but how you narrate yourself through that is right. the response. And like, you know, I'm feeling in my own life and what kind of the way my own life has been since 2017, I, I feel like it's been all that. It's like, it's been a slow, it's been like a takeaway. It's been like grief and loss and solitude and restriction mm -hmm. um, and discipline and, and a very Saturnian journey. And 
it took a long time and it's still there because that's our ego where it's like, I just want the cookie. I just want the good feeling. I just want <laughs> right. the man. I just want the success. I just want the home. I just want to feel secure. I just want to feel good. And that this square, and we're just talking about the square. This is a very focused conversation mm-hmm. that we're all facing right now. This is not about that. This is about having a new sense of self respond to the same crap right Mm -hmm. and it's it's always a pattern with us we this is like the nature of the way it works you have your patterns that you always face the same restrictions the same limitations over and over and when Mm -hmm. you can respond to them in a new way Mm -hmm. with, with yourself like yeah and uh you know and it starts you know the witness part you know starts with recognizing for instance that my tone changes uh when i start talking about what i'm going through uh i might you know when do i get that why do i have to do this again Uh, i mean it may not necessarily be that whiny i mean that's a bit of a caricature but uh, we were talking about that yesterday how we need to honor the tone but notice the tone right Mm -hmm. as matt and i were both sharing and and the, the tone of pain and and the how and just noticing that tone of pain mm-hmm. yeah i mean in some ways the tone is that uh, the inner child's reaction the inner child and the inner child it literally is the little girl or the little boy the little gender non-identified little being in there the precious egos. I mean, we are precious egos. We're like little chihuahuas, all of us. We're all tender. I remember I had a teacher that would call us tender, sweet-bellied animals. Mm -hmm. I think that was it. And like that, you know, that's a part of us too. And so this, again, this isn't about saying you're bad for having a defeated tone and- Right. It's again, it's like just noticing it and letting it, it's like letting it walk through the door. If we use the studio apartment, if that's your ego, if that's your mind, you want to let everything walk in the door and walk out the door and not get stuck in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and recognizing that everybody has this, like you know, even the stuff. people you think are highly successful. I mean, if you were to, uh, if you were to see their life objectively, there are moments quite often that they encounter things that are repeating, that they are. That's right, Robin Williams, perfect. I mean, and that Aquarius is how we're all the same and the self together. It's that, again, that weird paradox of like collective and, and self together, that all of our brains work the same way in this human body, there is, a, the, a collective similarity and archetypal we're all connected to the archetypal forces we're all connected to uranus we all develop neural pathways that cement by age seven we all get stuck we all hurt yeah the big these big kind of um patterns and feelings like we all go through that now the minutia of it the how those things show up in your life will vary from person to person. 
Yeah, the minutia, um, which is so keen right now with the Virgo full moon. It's such a great opportunity to look at your minutia. And again, with that Pisces opposite to bring that, because it's like, that's how you can nurture the inner child mm -hmm. is bringing in that love of oneness. It's okay. It's okay. And Pisces is so big with that. It's like, it's okay if you die. It's okay mm -hmm. if you suffer. It's okay if you're a bad per like you do a bad act that's unforgivable. Like Pisces loves all the same, mm -hmm. you know? And then the Virgo part is like, we can go in right now. You know, I'm going in right now and I'm looking at my first house, third house square right now. And, and mm -hmm. so like really looking at the opportunity for Uranus to come in and give me a new perception. This is the part I feel like we need to talk about a little more is the Uranus yep. part, because on one hand, we don't want to get stuck in outcomes like, oh, you're just going to get the job of your dreams. Right. My perception is just going to be all bright and shiny, like a new coin. It's not about that, but Uranus does in fact bring the new. It's inevitable. That's what Uranus mm -hmm. is. Uranus is like, here's the new. So whatever it is, it's new. For right. you, a new resource. For me, a new perception. Right. And when you engage with, um, you know, the expectations of Uranus, like it's all about how do we, come to this and when you can when we can cultivate better expectations for ourselves it doesn't mean we're going to get the thing that we want because uh, we may not uh, but it is that we are going to get a somewhat uh, more fulfilling experience more fulfilling experience that feels that feels resonating and and again, back to that cultivating the new expectation, which I love how you say it that way, mm -hmm. because I think there's a lot of shaming for having expectations. And it's like, we all have them. We yeah. have conditional lives. We can unconditionally love our lives. Well, good luck having a life if you don't have any expectations. I mean, this is the person that I would be like, what is that's like data. And even data on Star Trek had expectations. He was a robot. I think of data or I think of like the guru on the mountaintop. That's like, I don't need anything from the external at all. Right. Yeah. The people, there aren't no people who don't have expectations. Yeah, it's part so of how we perspective works and how we encounter each other. We have to have expectations or have have everything is new all the time. And we don't even know what we are. We're just kind of lost. We and become a stereotype in a way. Yeah, you yeah, you become a prototype. Yeah, prototype is a better word. Right? And that's yeah. the way the archetypes work is they will prototype you out. They are collective sentient forces. Anyway, that's a diatribe. I'm gonna not go there. So <laughs> cultivating new expectations. Right. And and allowing yourself, if you're able, as you're creating space from the usual the usual suspects can you imagine in, mm -hmm. can you feel these new expectations? Imagine, take a creative journey. Matt and I were just having a conversation yesterday where we were just taking turns saying, this is what I wanna feel in these different areas of our life. And just giving 
ourselves a little bit of space to share and be witnessed in what we truly want in our heart, like kind of letting that Leo inner child part just say, I want this. Yeah. And it's, well, and it's also, it frees you up from, because Uranus is going to bring you something new. And a lot of times it's going to bring you something you didn't know you wanted. Right. Um, the element of surprise. And if you, if you haven't engaged with uh, the feeling uh, and, you know, the letting go of the details, then you can be, there's that um, tarot card in the writer uh, Wade Smith deck where it's uh, uh, the four of cups, where it's like the guy refuses to even look at the, the, the cup, cup that's being offered. Um, and oh, it's, such a true. it's like that. It's like you, you're being given a gift that could be really great to you uh, and great for you. Uh, but you have to be able to accept it uh, and open to it. And it's right. that opening up uh, that this process is about. It's about opening yourself it's up to- op Is it back again to this creating space and mm -hmm. noting the thoughts and feelings and not identifying them and also bringing that over to the Uranus part where you can cultivate new expectations and also say, I'm open to being shown what I don't even know I want. Right. So like that is so exciting to me. Mm -hmm. And I love feeling that in myself. Like I, as a Scorpio with Aquarius rising, it's Aquarius and Scorpio are both fixed. I, I am a very fixed. I'm like, this is what I want. Well, with the big things, little things, it's like freaking never ending indecisiveness. Fever <laughs> moon. But like the, you know, so I, I relate to being like having these fixed ideals or fixed desires. And I love the thought of Uranus coming in and showing me just turning my head and being mm -hmm. like, Hey, like, I'm just walking down this one path, you know? And then Uranus right. like, Hey, look over here, walk down this path. And it's like, Oh my God, this path feels so good. I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah. It reminds me of the time I went snowshoeing. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go at all. I was like, no, that does not like I zero want to go snowshoeing. And then we got out there and it was like amazing. I didn't know that I would love snowshoeing. And then after right. that, we went to this hot spring indoor outdoor. And again, I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm never going to be able to go out in sub degree weather and jump in a cold pool from a hot pool. Like, no, that's not me. And mm -hmm. then I did it over and over because it was like, this is the best. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm raising a, a co-parenting a kid and uh, he's He's getting into his preteen years, but it's one of those things that uh, I'm always trying to nudge at him a little bit to like open up to the possibility that you'll like something. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, occasionally he does. And when he opens up to it, then it's that's all he wants for quite a while. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's interesting to you. see. It's interesting to see that kind of uh, unfold for him. Yeah, that's uh, cool that you can see that at his age, his fresh young mind open to that and that, you know, like our brains, the Aquarius, the brain, it's like, 
you know, we all know as we get older, you get more fixed in your ways. And it's like, you can give into that, but you can also not give into that. And Aquarius right. represents and Uranus represents not giving into that. Which again, I get so excited thinking about that. And not just with your proclivities and likes, but, you know, relationships. You might think you want a certain, this kind of relationship, and then you want this kind of relationship. You might think you want this person and it's like this person or you might think your career like again right. like with the externals that are like the big things like a relationship or a job or a home or a lifestyle that those can have big shifts uranian shifts as well yeah i mean give it enough time and stick with the feeling and that's why you know the when if you're going to do a practice to cultivate expectation, focus less on the details and more on how you feel. How do you want to feel? And then you get all these possibilities for ways to feel that way that didn't just involve this one particular partner, this one particular job, this one, like we think that those are the only ways we can get it, but no, uh, they, there are lots of ways to feel something. Um, and that's the scary part. There are lots of ways to feel something and Uranus loves to come in and shake it all up. And it's hard mm -hmm. again, because our egos are like, must do it for life. You know, must, this must be forever. Like have to be a good person, bad person. If I change, there's mm -hmm. so much ego resistance and all our egos respond that way. And Uranus really does allow, it's like, it can be brand new. This is the point of evolution. It's the moment where the single cell bacteria became the fish or <laughs> right. whatever the next level up is. It's the moment the human, the human being could levitate or whatever. It's the moment you step into the astral plane. It's the moment you step, you evolve and you, there's, there are these moments yeah. And they're, they're real tangible moments. And that's Uranus Taurus squaring Saturn Uranus, uh, squatter, Saturn Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. Like that. It's that's all Greek to me. <laughs> What's that? I said, it's all Greek to me. Uh, the, the, you're getting tripped up on the suffixes. I know. From Greek, yeah. The Greek. Yeah. And it, it, when and I Latin. start really bringing Uranus through, I start to feel really wackadoodle and like, <laughs> eclectic bee and like whoa, like it's i love it i love uranus i love the way uranus feels like now i'm feeling it mm -hmm. and i think uranus just to talk about the feeling it it does feel that way it's like there's a zany there's a scary a zany a like caution of the wind just go with it just open like a zephyr zephyrus like a windy breath like open and that we all have that in us you know we've got other things too that are like more weighted and more like shitty and more like stable secure and then but uranus is just like anything is possible anything and if you're right. not afraid to hurt or be hurt if you're not, you know, there's so much fear around being hurt. We try to protect mm -hmm. everyone from it, but it's like, it's totally okay. I mean, obviously disclaim abuse and blah, 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 but like, right. it's okay to go through loss, 
pain, separation, death, suffer like we're supposed to be going through it. Right. I mean, there's a difference between uh, wanting to collectively uh, be better people and not hurt other people, but it's a, a whole other thing to uh, take it all the way back and say that all pain is bad. Um, right. And that also to note that it's the ego part of our self, the conscious ego animal, sweet bellied animal. That's what she called it. The sweet bellied animal part mm -hmm. of ourself that doesn't want to hurt or be hurt. It's just this natural part of who we are. And Uranus is a collective unconscious force, an archetypal mm -hmm. force that comes up and challenges that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, part of growth uh, in the physical requires a bit of a breakdown and requires a bit of pain and growing. And uh, you can't, I mean, not to go, take it all back to that reductive no pain no gain slogan from the 80s but but there is a there is an element of uh you you're gonna have to risk a little bit of discomfort to get a much bigger uh more richer and fulfilling uh life yes. if you close yourself off too much you it's you actually wind up bringing the pain that you're trying to avoid because you're cutting yourself off from the yes. flow and the growth of the universe. What you resist will persist. Mm -hmm. and, and Uranus is that force that defies tradition, traditional structures, traditional beliefs, traditional ways of identifying. It defies it. It's rebellious. It brings the new. And it's true that to grow, to evolve, if you care about that, and you don't have to care about that, but then you're not going to be listening to this podcast if you don't, but like, <laughs> you know, it does hurt and pain. And sometimes it's messy and ugly. Sometimes it's betrayal and right. lying. And like that, you know, like that element of the shadowy part of Uranus too, just like we are capable of all of it. And again, it's the ego, it's the sweet bellied animal turned rigid by the toxic patriarchy that becomes astonished when any darkness occurs. Like, <gasps> and it's like, actually, you know, remember we're dark and we're light and mm -hmm. we're messy and we're vulnerable and we're all just showing up pretending to know what we're doing at all times. Right. I mean, you can, you can run away to the Arctic Circle uh, to avoid the sunset. Um, but it'll still catch up with you <laughs> and, yeah. and you'll be in the Arctic circle. So you're going to freeze your, uh, freeze your tail off uh, while you're up there. <laughs> but yeah, the, the night comes for everyone. The day is there. Like these are cycles and we go through them and they're, they're helpful uh, if we let them be. They I mean, yeah, that's the whole point of astrology from the, where we, vibe with it is like understanding the cycles in on a mental level so that you can tune into them like yeah. by knowing that we have this square all year I, it's helped me so much because I definitely feel the limitations of that perception getting challenged and how I can re I'm working so hard to re-narrate like it's just a constant this past week has been a constant note Note mm -hmm. you feel despair. Note you feel, you know, it's a constant. 
You've and, got the post-its everywhere, right? <laughs> and as far as the empowerment piece goes, I just do have to say that now that I feel on the other side of this wave of it, because we're going to get these waves all year, mm-hmm. um, I do feel empowered because I actually successfully moved through the darkest part of myself, a part that I haven't seen in like 20 years because mm-hmm. of how intense things are right now. I actually navigated through noting her, loving her, just letting her be there without trying to fix or change her. And it's all good. It's like nothing bad happened. Right. And it, I don't even want to say it that way. Cause again, that brings a little bit of the. Yeah. You know, I mean, nothing, uh, world ending happened for you like nothing world ending and instead i feel i do feel i really want to pick up on that empowerment piece i actually feel which is one of the aquarius pieces is like i feel really a lot of like strength in my like myself feels stronger Mm -hmm. and that feels good my sweet bellied animal ego is like oh good feeling mm-hmm. you know and that that's the empowerment is like look what i did you know that's a little ego being like look i i noted and i didn't identify and now i have more space and now uranus mm-hmm. can come in and bring the new yeah yeah I and mean, for myself like i over the weekend it, like i uh, on the eve of the full moon like i i, I had a flare-up uh, and then I, uh, rather quickly, I mean, I went through it for a, a few hours and then all of a sudden it hit me that, oh, wait, okay, this is my narrative and that's fine. And this, these are feelings that need to be, I'm not feeling heard. I'm not feeling seen. So how do I see myself? Uh, and then I, I was able to like, within like a day to bounce back to like, okay, now I'm in control of, or feeling it, at least I'm, I'm somewhat in control of where I'm going. I'm yeah. And that, that really and honors I, the ego. It's like the part that feels in control again, or feels proud of the self is our egos responding with that little bit of like, yay, I did it. Mm-hmm. So how the ego, you know, gets rewarded by the internal shift that nothing external even needs to change. And there's that internal shift of making space that where the ego can get a little bit of that cookie, a little bit of that dopamine hit that we're constantly after. Yeah, it may not come in the way that the ego thought it should or wanted it to. And, uh, but yeah, it gets, it gets a little, there is a, there is reward uh, that will show up if you're expecting it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's just so great is like the reward is and how much this feels like Saturn Aquarius that the word reward can be internal. Yeah. Yeah. Saturn is always like working to build up our spine yes. uh, so that we can sit upright, stand upright, do things that we need to do. And it's just not comfortable because we don't want to self. Yeah. It's un- sorry, uncomfortable process to get this capital S spine, capital S self. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. our L. So we got to stick to our. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be back. Uh, I'm sure we'll be coming back to other insights from, uh, you know, this particular transit. We'll be back to that again uh, in the summer when the retro, when 
Saturn retrogrades back across its square with uh, Uranus, and then we'll in December we'll uh, be back to the last of it. So we'll be coming. It will be cycling through this. It's a good lesson all year. Uh, so if you have any, uh, if 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 there are things that you want to make proclamations about uh, that you want to expect that. Uh, to cultivate that, feel free to leave that in the comments. Let us know what what you want to uh, feel good about. Uh, what do you want to feel into? Uh, we want to hear that. Uh, drop us an email at priestessmercury at g podcast priestessmercurypodcast at gmail um, You know, or uh, and, you know, if, as well, always, if you want to, uh, if you're looking for, you know. Uh, psychotherapy with a lot of intuitive insight and uh, healing uh, modalities, uh, you know, check in with Michelle at michellebloom.com. Uh, if you need an astrology reading uh, or a tarot reading, you know, check in with me. And we will see you next time.